Every town has a bad neighborhood. A magical neighborhood where meth deals grace street corners like twisted lemonade stands. Where murders get perfected. Where songs like Under the Bridge are written. It's where hookers hold their career fair. It's the dingy, dirty, danger-ridden district where daily doses of human depravity occur in broad daylight. This decrepit dump, somewhere near you, is just one tiny step worse than the human misery found within your local Dollar General store, which in 2023 was the fastest growing retailer in America. This is Dumb People with Terrible Ideas. I'm your host, Eric Gray. Who says a dollar won't buy much anymore? A dollar's still a dollar at the Dollar General store. Folks from every part of town come for bargains that are found, found at the Dollar General store. Who says a dollar won't buy much anymore? Shopping us first just makes a whole lot of sense. Dollar General is one of the most successful businesses in the world, nearing $40 billion in sales last year, with a whopping $3 billion in straight profit. And their unique business model, well, they hire poor people to sell discount goods to other poor people. It's the place where people can purchase potted meat and a fake potted plant and perhaps a pack of pills and some pot in the parking lots. The floors are dirty, confusing, chaotic. There's zero customer service, no fresh food. It's a sadness factory filled with Vienna sausages, frozen pizzas, and broken knickknacks that are randomly strewn about, wrong place, wrong shelf, often with the wrong price. Dollar General, the expert in cost cutting, pays their employees a dog shit salary while demanding insane hours. Want a raise? You can become an assistant manager for an extra dollar an hour. Congrats, you're now on salary, working twice the hours with no overtime. You are now required to open and close the store by yourself. And as a key holder, you get to be the manager, cashier, security, janitor, plumber, electrician, and exterminator. Congratulations. And when Dollar General isn't exploiting their employees, they are exploiting the local community. Dollar General usually builds a substandard building, sells it to a local clueless investor, and then leases it back to use as their store. Guess who's stuck with the maintenance costs? That's right, the poor landlord who has a bare bones, shittily constructed building that they didn't build and a renter that wrote their own rental contract. Opening or closing a store is a breeze for Dollar General because they're playing real estate roulette. They can bail anytime because that building is often in someone else's name. 
Jesse Soto is or was a manager at Dollar General. You see, Jesse is or was a true workhorse, toiling away with long hours, enormous stress, no benefits, and a wallet drier than Caitlyn Jenner's panties. A wallet just like the rest of Dollar General's underpaid employees. But she did have one prized possession, a beloved white mini SUV, which would shine brilliantly in the store parking lot like a diamond in a turd. And when a shoplifter stole a couple Gatorades and some boxed, processed, canned meat food stuff that would gag a maggot on a gut truck and then escaped by bicycle, Jesse Soto jumped in her beautiful white mini SUV, perhaps the best thing she has ever owned, and used it to run that poor, hungry, broke motherfucker over. It was captured on a doorbell camera. Jesse using her precious ride as a battering ram, a vehicular force to be reckoned with, all in an attempt to airmail a bike-riding shoplifter into God's mailbox. A shoplifter who had dared to pilfer a basket of groceries from the store she worked at. A company that doesn't give a shit about her or, or the shoplifter either, for that matter. Polite society, good people, and also Dollar General usually agree that felony murder isn't the wisest course of action for petty theft. So, Jesse was fired. Maybe the only sensible thing this retail giant has done in the past decade. Because you can't have store employees turning into on-the-clock assassins. So our car-wielding warrior, Jesse Soto, fucked off her unemployment blues by launching a good old GoFundMe campaign. And in a mere eight days, she managed to rake in a whopping $16,000. Yes, 16 grand for using her car to turn another human being into a Schwinn-branded speed bump. In a little over a week, she made a year's worth of Dollar General salary. And even now that she's unemployed and homeless with two kids, and her beloved white mini SUV has been repossessed, 16 G's in a week can cure a lot of what ails ya, especially if you're a dollar store employee that has learned that nearly murdering customers pays better than servicing them. It's not uncommon to see dollar stores in lower income sections of a city or in a totally rural area. It's a smart business move and choosing to operate in areas that Target, Walmart or Whole Foods won't bother to go has proven highly effective for the growth of dollar stores. Opening and operating in these areas is simply less expensive and this helps keep prices down. Many dollar stores don't buy the land their stores are on either, which means that if they're not doing well, they can just pick up and move. In 2022, while the Dollar General CEO, Todd Vasoa, was doing a backstroke in a luxurious pool filled with cash, the average Dollar General employee was left doggy paddling in a puddle of $17,000 a year, desperately just trying to stay afloat. A 2020 report said that out of 25 major U.S. retailers, Dollar General pays employees the least at $9.68 an hour on average. 
they had the most employees of any major company on federal assistance. In Oklahoma, Dollar General ranked among the top three companies with employees relying on Medicaid. In America's asshole, the state of Arkansas, Dollar General was in the top three for workers that were also welfare recipients. This is how old Big DG has described their ideal customer. A financially strapped wife in a struggling household that makes a combined $40,000 a year or less. Juggling bills while clinging to a job that offers zero wage growth, whose family disposable income is $800 a year. Yeah, you heard that right. A year. These customers are so tight on cash that they're at the mercy of reduced tax refunds and diminishing welfare benefits and price hikes on delightful delicacies like pink pickled pig's feet and canned sausage gravy. Their target customer is so on the edge of financial ruin, Dollar General says that even a dime increase in the price of their goods might discourage that target customer from shopping there. And that target customer is also their target employee. It makes one question the very fabric of the American dream. In the entire United States, there isn't a single place where a childless adult can cover their basic necessities on anything less than a $15 per hour wage. But Dollar General's slinging nine bucks an hour to the people who open their stores. It's fat CEO paychecks and slim employee wallets, while their customer base is one flat tire away from needing to move before the next rent comes due. And, and, it's an extraordinarily dangerous place to work. 35-year-old Travis Jones is charged with assault and battery in the third degree. Deputies say Jones first threw items at the clerk at that Dollar General on Camp Road on Saturday. We're told he punched her several times after that and then ran away. From 2014 to 2020, there were a total of 49 fatalities and 172 injuries at Dollar General locations. Who needs security when you have a sale on danger? Blocked emergency exits, hidden fire extinguishers, and teetering, towering displays of heavy objects, delicately balanced in the candy section. You're always in danger of being sent permanently six feet south at Dollar General. One person remains hospitalized after a car crashed into a Dollar General store in Northport. In Alabama, a lady slipped and fell on laundry detergent and sued for $1.7 million. Wednesday night's fire at the Dollar General store in Del Valle is an open arson investigation. Guy in Florida also slipped on laundry detergent, sued for $350,000. A robbery leads to a deadly shooting inside a Dollar General. A delivery guy got nearly $2 million because he was injured delivering to a store with no loading ramp. Call about a woman throwing food everywhere at a Dollar General. Accused of tasing a Dollar General employee. Yelling, I can't breathe, as a man who worked for Dollar General detained him. The incident went on for nine minutes as the manager watched. Uh, Dollar General's entire fault. He was sent to the hospital and put on life support. Collapsed lung. And a punctured lung. He had a liver injury. This was insanity.
When contacted, Dollar General Chief Safety Officer Johnny Knoxville had no comments. During this time, not one, not two, but at least six store employees were mercilessly killed in armed robberies. Being in one of their stores is like being in Squid Game. Dollar General stores, they're understaffed, uh, underpaid employees, prevalent in poor communities, often in the South with lax laws on worker protections, offers a prime playground for violent crimes. It's a store that might make you stop visiting relatives and start visiting ancestors. This aroused the attention of the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, who placed Dollar General in the prestigious Severe Violator Enforcement Program, which is like the VIP section for employers who like to gamble on whether their employees are going to die at work or not. But here's the catch, and with Dollar General, there's always a catch. The law restricts OSHA from charging a company more than a measly $15,600 per day for up to 30 days for failing to address unsafe conditions, which is just pocket change for Dollar General, which would rather throw money at fines than hire extra employees per store to fix the issues. It's their cost-effective version of hazard management. After all, these fines, they amount to just 0.04% of their sales. Working at or shopping at Dollar General is an exhilarating life or death experience. You can evil Knievel your way through the aisles, wondering if you're about to be robbed, shot, or stabbed, or be crushed by a pallet of tampons while buying a track phone. It's a place where danger lurks behind every aisle. You can play hide-and-seek with the fire extinguishers, and you can shop till you drop dead. One minute, you're bargain hunting. The next minute, you're shaking hands with Jesus. And let's address the price savings at Dollar General because they're about as useless as Anne Frank's drum set. Things aren't cheaper, they're just smaller. Often you're paying the exact same goddamn price as you would elsewhere, but because you're only buying 10 ounces of jelly instead of 12 ounces, you think you're getting a bargain. In Apache, Oklahoma, where summer temperatures are hotter than a jalapeno hard-on, it gets really sizzling inside a Dollar General with no windows and no air conditioning. So when the AC broke at the Apache, Oklahoma store, the employees asked that the Dollar General fix it. Time went by, slower than a handicapped hurdler, as corporate weighed the cost-benefit analysis of roasting several employees alive versus buying an AC unit. And this time, Dollar General owned the store. So yeah, the company sent some AC units, three of them, and all three of them were broken. But these same employees had eaten the same shit sandwich before six months earlier, when it was cold as balls in January and the store had no heat. So after this second serving of misery, the employees had had enough. They all quit shortly thereafter. 
giving DG a glorious opportunity to hire a new, fresh batch of eager souls, ready to die, but also living below the poverty line in this fuck-knuckle town with no better employment options. Yeah, so after the entire staff walked out, the entire Dollar General was up and running just a few days later. Because if you're hiring poor folks to sell to other poor folks in poor communities, then there's a never-ending queue of replacements. A cycle of broken promises and corporate greed. And the wheels of fortune keep on turning, grinding the employees' bones to make the board of directors bread. A year or two ago, a rash of complaints about pricing errors caused the state of Ohio to sue Dollar General because the prices boldly displayed on the shelves rarely matched the price at the register, which should surprise no one since every employee at a Dollar General is busier than a one-eyed bobcat watching two rabbit holes. Between dodging homicides, hopscotching laundry detergent landmines, and being burned alive inside during Oklahoma heat wave, it appears that the employees don't have time to price things correctly. Also a year or two ago, Washington Senator Patty Murray wrote a letter to the CEO about wage theft, claiming that Dollar General misclassifies many of its workers as salaried store managers to avoid paying overtime and often requires employees to clock out before they finish working to keep their jobs. Dollar General makes Scrooge McDuck look like Oprah. You get unpaid wages and you get unpaid wages. Everybody gets unpaid wages. Breaking news. So peep this, homeboy. In June of 2023, Dollar General had one of their worst days ever. Its shares fell 20% in one day after the company that sells pre-packaged depression to poor people slashed its earnings forecast for the year. Perhaps banking on people with no money as a core customer makes bad business sense, unless you have them sign a contract like a, a payday loan or a furniture rental. When high and middle income folks get hit by worldwide inflation, they switch to lower cost options. From a fancy chicken cordon bleu to perhaps a hearty and cheaper chicken soup. But when poor people get hit by worldwide inflation, well, they starve. Maybe they steal, but they damn sure don't shop at Dollar General, apparently. And now we conclude with a quotation from Kenya Slaughter, a former Dollar General employee in Louisiana. Quote, the robberies. There's AC issues. There are running water issues. Issues with workers being left alone in the store. And with the OSHA issues, there are codes being broken every day with boxes stacked to the ceiling and leaking roofs. It's extremely hazardous. They make enough money that it could have been fixed. Why is it not being fixed? End quote. Hey y'all, we tits deep in season three of Dumb People with Terrible Ideas. And you just completed the episode on Dollar General. Nice work, Chief. 
hey, I actually shop at Dollar General. Um, I might stop due to the research I did on this particular podcast. But I mean, yeah, you do what you want. Uh, it's just, it's a fascinatingly sad story. And hopefully the poop jokes uh, livened it up a bit. This podcast was produced and performed by Eric Gray. Don't forget to get all the past episodes at ericexplains.com. You can also sign up for the mailing list, get some extra content every now and again. That's ericexplains.com, E-R-I-C, explains.com. And as always, thanks so much for listening.